Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Howdy, people. It's Rick. Um, finally back on the scene, not that anyone cares. Uh, apologies that I haven't released any new material recently. I've been taking some time out to, to focus on my career. Now, I'm back in the mix again. Aren't you all very lucky? Yes, you are. Uh, I think so anyway. Now, I have been working on some new material. There, There is some more to come from me. Uh, there's also other ideas in the pipeline, such as I'm on the verge of getting a co-presenter. Now, the co-presenter is absolutely mint, um, and us working together would hopefully, you know, help squirm grow, as it were. A weird phrase, that is, help squirm grow. Uh, but nevertheless, I hope it does. Um so it was just a, a quick shout out guys to say that I am back and I'm recording again. So here we go. I've got a new embarrassing story for you um, and I'm about to kick it off. Please enjoy. So then guys, the fresh material is this now please don't hesitate to get in contact with us via email instagram um, or twitter to let us know if you want to get involved and record your embarrassing stories Um, now the show uh, for it to keep going does need more embarrassing stories uh, different backgrounds from different countries uh, the more the merrier if you like so while I've been taking some time out, I've been obviously feeding off some of my friends and they were all a bit eventful and a bit weird. So I've been asking them to record and stuff like that, but a lot of people aren't, aren't happy recording their voice or letting anyone know exactly what sort of person they are. So they asked me to record on their behalf. Now this story is in relation to one of my friends. Now if I gave you his name, because he's got a very exotic name, um, everyone know who he was so um, for the purpose of this I'm going to give him another exotic name Um, it's similar to mine uh, Ricardo Um, so he's going to be referred to as Ricardo in this particular story now it starts off like this now my friend uh, before he got married and before he had a child he was a bit of a knob now he used to have charts about how many women he had slept with and he lived a very sad lonely life Um, a bit of a legend in my eyes don't get me wrong the guy was an absolute ledge Um, however he settled down he's very happy now and he's got a beautiful child now 
in his past, um, like I said, he was a bit wayward. So this particular evening, what he's decided to do is visit one of the multiple ladies he was dating. Uh, nothing wrong in that, he was single at the time. So he was driving a nice car as normal. He's a very attractive guy, sort of like the Enrique Iglesias of the UK, I suppose. Um, very tanned, um, Spartan-esque body. Uh, like I said, I'm not that way inclined. I'm just sort of giving you some sort of description so you can paint the picture in your mind. Now, to put it bluntly, I'm about a three. This guy's about an 11. So the girls do love him. So... What it was is he's met this particular girl and he's into her quite a lot. Now, what is, she's living at home with her mum, so she, I believe she lived in Essex, it was. So he's got a big drive from where we live down to Essex, so he's in the motor and he, he's driving down there. Now, it's a Saturday night and they're planning on going out together, but the girl in question, she still lives at home with her folks. So, um, because he is a modern-day Romeo, he hasn't got a problem in meeting her parents. In fact, it's a bit of a challenge that he's up to. So he thought, no problem, don't mind picking her up from her parents' house to take her out. Um, the smug bastard already booked a hotel room, so he thought he was quids in anyway. So on the drive down, he does his usual, um, and he reaches into his pocket. Now, he's a massive fan of the Class A's. I'm not going to tell you what type of Class A's, but he's taking some. So, in fact, fuck it, I'm going to tell you what it was. It was cocaine. Now, I'm not endorsing cocaine in any shape or form, and drug taking isn't cool, um, and it isn't funny. Uh, the story's funny, though. Um, so he's taking some cocaine and he's on the drive down and um, he's getting all excited and he pulls up and the fucking house is massive. So he's getting a bit worried in the car and he's think, looking about and he thinks, right, uh, rather than getting pissed behind the wheel, he's going to take some more drugs. Completely don't agree with it, but it is funny for the story. So he's taken one little snort of cocaine well a massive line knowing him he's like fucking Henry Hoover he was probably paler than uh, a vampire at that stage um, so he's got his Dutch courage on the go so what he's done is he's got his little um, carpet carrying walk going you know two rugs underneath the arm proper bowling it about he's got out of the car and he thinks I'm going to smash this it's completely easy so he's quite into the girl in question so he knocks the door not a problem he is a dog bark he's not a fan of dogs now this story will divide people this is why I have to keep him anonymous um, because it is a bit cringeworthy but it is funny now he's obviously rang the doorbell uh, dog's barking and the door opens and it's not the girl he's dating in question it's her dad and he's a bit of a lump so he, my mate's already on the back foot but he thinks fuck it being in worse situations uh, I'm a serial womanizer let's just get this done so that's what he does so what he does after uh, he takes a seat in the living room apologies me stuttering everywhere on that particular one that was that wasn't pleasant it was my mind thinking um that is a long process and sometimes it's a very cryptic one my mind thinking um so what he's done is he sat there in the living room now um the girl in question she's upstairs she's getting ready uh but this dog's all over him like he's not a fan of dogs and this dog's clambering all over him and dad sat there and then the mum's coming from the kitchen so it's extra pressure you know one of them awkward moments where you're staring back at parents you don't really know and you've got nothing to fucking say and they weren't particularly talkative either so obviously his temperature's raised because he's done half a bag of charlie and he's fucking shitting a brick so he's sweating quite a bit but this dog won't fucking leave him alone so he's having the regular small talk and whatnot 
and this dog just is all over him and he can't and he's pushing the dog down and that and anyway mum and dad have decided to regroup in the kitchen and leave him alone for a minute at that point my mate's getting a little bit pissed off with the dog because the dog's still there and it's fucking going crazy it's clawing at him so i don't condone what he does but he, he gives the dog a little jab now he gives the dog a little jab and at that point you know the, the dog shows teeth and fucking makes a little yelp so then then it's on like donkey kong but what's happened is the mum and dad have run back in the kitchen now in the living room. So it's my friend and this this dog that's rightly unhappy with the fucking knobhead for giving it a slap. So the dad, he's he sort of questioning it. The girl's still upstairs. Uh, she's still getting ready. Everything all right, baby? He's like, yeah, fine, no worries. And he, he says the first thing that comes to his head. Well, not the first thing. It's pretty well thought out. But he said he stood on the dog's toe by accident. So the guy's like telling the dog to behave, but the dog won't let it go, and he's and then and then he casually just sits by my friend, like he's he's calm right down, and you know the dad stood up, but the dog sat right next to my mate, and I thought fucking hell, and <coughs> he's just jabbed the dog, but he sat next to him, nice and pleasant. So you know they get into the small talk and that, so. um it's all calmed down with a dog incident and he looks across at the dad and he asks what he does for a living and that's when the penny fucking drops her dad is the head of drugs now well i say the head of drugs he works in a drug unit for the police now that dog is actually a working dog that he notifies him and sorry he can be a bit naughty at times no mate your dog isn't being a bit fucking naughty your fucking dog is indicating that my mate has a lot of drugs on him so my friend's not stupid he thinks fuck so he's got two options he's either going to run out the door and fuck the chances with a bird or he's going to run to the toilet now he t takes the latter and he, he makes his excuses and says can I borrow your loo obviously only for a wee so what he's done is this He's run to Louis Sweat and he's thinking, fucking hell, you know, everyone's watching me. The paranoia's kicked in because he's doing class A drugs. So what he's done is he's got the packet of cocaine out of his pocket and he's thrown it down the toilet. He should have done that in the first place and he's tried to flush it. Now, the problem is that they come in those little plastic baggies. The baggie won't flush. Um, so he keeps flushing it and flushing it. He's not thinking of rationally. Me being personal, I would just fucking pick it out of the fucking toilet and, you know, put it back in my pocket or whatever and just say it was a button bag. Just me. But because he's high as a kite and he thinks irrational and he does suffer with OCD, in the panic and he constantly flushing, he notices that the toilet roll holder is on the wrong way. Now, it's not on the wrong way for any normal person. It's on the wrong way for himself. I do apologise, that's my mobile phone going off. Um, so it's not on the wrong way for anyone else, it's on the wrong way that he likes to tear. Now he's not even sat on the bog, it's all a bit weird. But the OCD takes over and he thinks, fucking hell, I've got to get this done. So what he does is he tries to remove the toilet roll holder, uh, but what happens is he fucking snaps it, because his hands are all shaking, he's all paranoid. So not only that, is it, he's got a bag in the toilet, he's ripped that fucking toilet roll holder off. So in the panic, he's dropped the toilet roll down the bog. Now, this, this fucking meet-up is getting absolutely horrendous. Now we're getting into poo territory. You know for a fact that mum and dad think he's taking a shit in their toilet. Now, he thinks that as well, so the panic's up, so he's sweating, he's got bog rolled down the toilet, and he's got that fucking packet. Now, what he does next is what I would do, 
uh, and he thinks, fuck this, and he puts his hand down there, he gets a soggy toilet roll and the fucking baggy, and he sticks it in his jeans pocket, right? So he's come out the toilet, he's flushed the toilet, the toilet roll holder's broke, and he cuts his losses. He makes his excuse, and he runs out. Before he does, the mum takes a cop at him, and it looks like he's not only taking a shit in that toilet, he's shit his jeans as well. He hasn't, but he hoptails it out of there, never to see the girl again. Obviously, she hates him forever, and they didn't work out. So that is Ricardo's embarrassing story. I hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned. Keep supporting Squirm. Good night. Hope you enjoyed the latest episode of Squirm. Don't be shy. Get involved. Email us at squirmpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at squirmpodcast. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.